All right, guys, welcome back to the Fantasy Football Shit Show. We are now in episode eight, week five just completed on a Tuesday night. How beautiful was it to have football, NFL football, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? I fucking loved it. But uh, we're back. I'm Kyle, joined by Danny, and we're just going to kind of rip through the week that just happened and maybe talk a little bit about uh, what's to come. So what's up, Danny? How you doing? Uh, not not too bad. It was was weird to watch a Tuesday game, especially since we're losing out on Thursday night football this week, which is going to be even weirder. Yeah, it's I don't not a I don't know. <laughs> I'd, I'd rather have the Tuesday off and have, I guess, a good game on the Thursday, which is always nice. <laughs> but <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, fantasy wise, how was it? Uh, my best week so far. I, I finished four. No across four leagues. I finally did it. I finally showed some sort of competence uh, throughout fantasy football. So you guys can keep listening. There you go. We fucking, we made it, which is, which is <laughs> great. You did it. I, I think I had one week where I went three and oh, I could be wrong. Question marks. Question marks, but you know, you know the drill. I went two and one, obviously, across three <laughs> leagues because that's all I do. Every single league I had came down to this Tuesday night game. Little nerve wracking because usually it's like it's complete. Sometimes after the one o'clock games on a Sunday, you're like, it's a wrap. Yep. This, this was interesting. I'm playing against guys that I also have on my team due to injuries, and it, you know, it was a weird situation. Uh, <laughs> overall, uh, Josh Allen. Perfect game to fuck up when I said he's going to be on a decline, literally last episode. Yep. So that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I, I do have Stefan Diggs, but it, it's like the only receiver that he really absolutely loves. So I guess he's like the one guy you would want on that team. I'm sure Josh Allen won't have as many bad games as he just did, but we'll see what happens. Um, DraftKings, we restarted. Oh, that also came down to tonight's game. That did. I had that the Titans did. defense for some reason. Uh, they pulled out mm-hmm. and got me eight points. So it gave me the dub by like six seven. Bit or seven, seven full points maybe. Yeah. Uh, so keep the streak alive. That's four weeks in a row. A um, little yeah. bit nervous because you seem very confident about your uh, your your lineup yeah. for the week. Coming. Yeah. I, we're not going to mention the fact that DraftKings postponed the game on DraftKings and didn't give you any points. But we're just gonna yeah, just gonna skip through that. That's so weird. Like I don't I don't know. Like because they have like different contests, like only Sunday one o'clock games, only four o'clock yeah. games, and they have Sunday to Mondays. And like I guess if you fall in that Sunday to Monday, you're fucked. Like they don't. Yeah, they didn't leave any wiggle room for it. They just said, "Here's the the games. Here's yeah. the sixteen games." It allowed you to kind of like pick it, but I think it was fifteen because the two teams would buy, so it gave you those games to pick, and then they just postponed the one because it wasn't falling on a Monday. Yeah, which was weird. I don't know. Made no sense to me, but I guess they have a, a date thing that they have to go by. So yeah, they gotta pay out. Fuck. Yeah, almost cost you. Almost, almost. Yeah. I was, yeah. that was close. That would have fucking sucked. But yeah, yeah, I would never want to win like that. So I'll gladly <laughs> count those points and try and beat you on a tiebreaker <laughs> later on. I like it. Like I said, you seem too confident about your lineup for this week, so I'm a little yeah. bit worried. Yeah, now so I'm, I'm scoring thinking mine. No, no, I'm gonna score 70 points this week. I'm gonna hit a new low for for this season. I bet. Oh, I bet you anything. Every week, I, I slowly get more and more confident. And I do worse and worse. So this should be the the culminating one where it's just a complete shit show. 
And uh, for tight ends, apparently any tight end I throw into my DraftKings lineup, I always go to the bare minimum. They have like their best games of the season so far. So like we said, we start, I started with Jordan Reed. We didn't even know if he was playing, killed it. Robert Tanyan, a couple of weeks in a row, absolutely killed it. And then <laughs> I just went the cheapest tight end I can get. In a, well, one of the cheapest. I did Cameron Brait. Um, he had two targets <laughs> the entire season so far. He ends up with five catches, uh, like nine points, 40-something yards, whatever it was. So if you're a tight end and I put you on my team, you're you're going to have a good game or a better game than what you're used to. So uh, you're welcome. Yeah, and week one, you had uh, you had Hawkinson, who had 16.6 points. Oh, so really? You, you're just I forgot about on Hawkinson. <laughs> you're just on fire this entire season when it comes to uh, to tight ends. Yeah, and it's always the cheap fucks too. You know, I always go for the cheap guys just because I don't know. I feel like tight end. There's not enough there to spend the money. If that makes sense, you know, I'm not over spending for a difference of like six points. Even I'd rather get it somewhere else. Yeah, and and he was probably the most expensive one you had. That and it was first week. It was forty two hundred. I think everything else has been like, uh, I would say under 37, under 36 at this point. Yeah. Brait was 3K, which we just uh, <laughs> realized. <laughs> so yeah. that was fucking nice. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like my luck is going to start running out because I'm looking at my potential lineup right now and I'm not too happy with it. So we'll see. Maybe I'll submit it uh, tomorrow here. We'll, we'll kind of play. Well, that's it. We actually have way. a lot of time. Normally we're doing this on a Wednesday night and there's a game Thursday. We're doing yeah. this on Tuesday night. And there's not a game till Sunday. Yeah, we got lots of time, so it we won't be lots locked, of time. But once it is, it'll be posted on a Twitter FF shit show. Check it out. Check my tight ends. You'll probably be very happy. But uh, crazy week, man. Dak, what the fuck? You hate to see that. Yeah, that was the one that hurt the most. Uh, Having him in two leagues was super high on him coming in. Uh, I thought this was the year he was going to go off. He was going off, and then just to see that on just a, a, a nothing scramble just brutal you could just feel it like the the, the commentators were were shot oh like my god romo was you could just tell the pain in romo's voice talking about it the whole all the players jason garrett coming over and consoling him from the other sideline yeah it was just bad watching him cry bite down on the towel go going out of the stadium i i didn't even feel like watching football after that i'm not gonna lie i almost turned off football for the rest of the night yeah, there, there, there was the basketball game after, so I, I got through the little bit left of that game, and then I, I didn't even watch the Sunday nighter until the last like two minutes. I just, I could, I just, I felt sick. It was just yeah. a sickening, sickening to watch. That's it. It's something like that into a guy like Dak. He's like one of those like. There's not many of them, I guess, in the league that it's like everyone can agree like something like that shouldn't happen to this guy. Like you don't want to see it happen yeah. to this guy. You don't want to see it happen, but. You get over if it's someone else, you know, it's like, oh, whatever. But you can just see just from all the players that were there and even like on social media afterwards, the, the tweets, everything that were coming through, all other athletes, other people, you know, business people like, holy shit, man, Dak. And it sucks too. Like that was, that was fucking brutal, by the way. I mean, surgery went well. He got it done this, this same day. So that's good at least. But looking at that, I was like, holy shit. And like when I saw it, I was like, oh, and then, Tony Romo was like, you got to hope it's a cramp, but people are just ripping him for that. 
But you got to, like, he probably didn't see the angle right away. And no, at the same time, not. Dak wasn't, someone does that, they're on the floor screaming. This guy was yeah. sitting up holding his his calf. He was literally holding his calf. And he was yeah. just waving, like, okay, come here, whatever, I'll come. So, okay, you get it. And then you look close, it's like, snaps pretty much. Um, uh-huh. And, like, something True. that comes to your mind is like, fuck, man. Like, he never ended up signing that contract, you know? Hopefully he can come back, be the same or better. Because he was having a really good year for personal stats. The team wasn't doing too well, but himself, he was doing very well. And, you know, maybe he was going to get closer to that 40 mil that he thinks he deserves or, you know, so the fact that he didn't sign that contract, it it must be a little bit scary. It must've been something that went through his mind pretty quickly. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's tough because uh, at that point you don't want to take less than what you're worth and you gamble on yourself. And for most people don't have that happen to them. And it's yeah. just tough to watch knowing all of that contract stuff and the fact that he bet on himself and was doing really, really well. Um, I, he's going to come back next year. He's going to kill it again. I have no doubts about that. He's someone that's quite resilient. So I think yeah. he's he's going to be fine in the long run. It'll take a little bit to get back. Only four to six months, it says, for rehab. It's not terrible. Less than like blowing your knee out. Yeah. So hopefully every all the reconstruction goes well, the rehab goes well, and he's he's back and back to himself at the start of next season that's it man i hope he comes back strong fantasy wise i mean um what do you think about the cowboys like overall i mean obviously zeke's gonna do still do pretty well for himself i'm sure um i know you're talking about gallup last week he didn't do anything uh dalton seemed to like him yeah i think Uh, that that could be a plus cd lamb you saw the difference when stack was out uh, CD Lamb was having the fucking best game of his, his NFL career, and then uh, Dalton comes in and boom, Gallup's boom. You know, you know, so that might be better for Gallup owners. Who knows? But what kind of yeah. leads are they gonna get? I mean, Dalton, what he's in, he's played what ten years, or this is his tenth year. He was a starter. Something he was always like on a on a really bad team, unfortunately. Huh, decent, decent. He yeah. made the playoffs what five times? That's it's decent. That's it. I mean, not terrible, especially like if you think you're your number one guy. So AJ Green was pretty much out for <laughs> a good portion. He was, yeah. he was injured. So I think Dalton, if you're going to have a backup for something like this, this early in the season, I guess you kind of want it to be him if Nick Foles isn't available. But uh, yeah, I think they'll still be okay. And I hope they really rally for Dak, which is something that the first thing that went through my mind when that happened, like, okay, Cowboys, let's get your shit together. You first of all, you got to win this fucking game. Let's start here. Uh, I mean, I had the minus two and a half in a teaser last leg of my parlay. So that was nice that they, they won by a field goal, <laughs> but uh, yeah, pretty crazy, man. Yeah. I, they're, they're just not good. They're just not a good team. And I think I, for me, I'm in a 14 team league where I lost Dak for the season. Um, I'm going to consider picking up Andy Dalton. It's going to be a consideration. There's a lot of weapons. Their defense sucks. That usually equates to a lot of throwing. Yeah. So I, I think he might have a decent little run uh, for, for this team. He's got the weapons. That team is stacked at receiver. They have three really good receivers and a top five running back. So uh, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see him put up top 12, top 10 numbers uh, from here on out just because of how bad that defense is. Cause that defense is terrible. Even Which the giants couldn't score. The giants couldn't score all season. They had like three touchdowns through three weeks or four weeks, three touchdowns through four weeks. Yeah. 
and they put up thirty four. Dude, like it's bad. It's bad. The worst part is like you look at the Cowboys on paper. You're like this team could go to the Super Bowl and anytime they want. They're stacked offensively, defensively. Like they're fuck on paper. They're incredible. It's just not. It's just not coming together on the field. Even after getting rid of Jason Garrett, so fuck yeah. man, it's pretty and, crazy. Uh, let's not forget they're a half game. They have a half game lead in the division. Well, let's not get into the fucking <laughs> like, division. Like <laughs> the worst division like this, in football. <laughs> like Andy Dalton could make the playoffs this year. We could be watching Andy Dalton start a playoff game. It's very, That's very, on the very table. possible because right. of the division they're in. Because of the division they're in, and the fact that they have themselves, what the top three backup quarterback in the league, if you look across the board, yeah, serviceable. He's made the playoffs before. He's played in playoff games. It's so not someone that's gonna, bad. yeah, it's not someone that's gonna come in and, and be rattled by the situation. He looked good when he came in. Granted, it was the Giants, but yeah. he moved the ball really well, and he he finally said, "Hey, I have a tall receiver in Gallup. I'm gonna throw to him." Where yeah. Dak wasn't doing that for most of the season, so yeah. Be it, it should be, yeah, it should be a fun little, uh, fun thing to, to look at and see where the, the reps go for Lamb, Gallup, and Cooper. Because Cooper had his worst game by far this week. He was yeah. nowhere to be found in that game at all. So we'll, we'll see what he's going to be like moving forward with, with Dalton, if they have any chemistry, or if Gallup kind of becomes that number one now. Yeah, that's that's definitely going to be interesting to see, like, he said a team with that offense. I mean, you're taking Dak out, you're putting Dalton in. Um, so Dalton's probably, and they're probably going to change the offense a little bit, maybe some easier plays the first couple of weeks, ease them into it. Something a little more simple, you know, a couple of check downs to Zeke here and there, maybe some shorter routes, whatever. We'll, we'll see what happens. I mean, he obviously really liked Gallup on the deep ball, which is his yeah. bread and butter for Gallup. So that was, it was good to see that. So a lot of changes coming there. I'm excited to see what happens. Wishing a, a full recovery on Dak ASAP. And I hope he comes back, kills it, gets a $40 million contract next season. Yeah, let's let's get it, Dak. Let's let's you know, let's get that money from Jerry. Yeah, man. Don't be stingy. Jerry's Jerry wants to keep that money in his pocket. So <laughs> he wants to pay linebackers and running backs. But God yeah. forbid you pay your quarterback. That's it. But Pete, you know, talk about paying people. Bell, he got a nice paycheck, and uh, now he's released. He essentially did nothing in, on the Jets. Yep. Or, yeah, well, that's, that's literally it. That's nothing. It. Literally yep. nothing. So I think fantasy-wise and Livion-wise, no matter where he signs now, it cannot be worse than the time he had in the Jets. Like It only that's gets fair. better for him and for you as a fantasy owner if you have him. In my opinion. Well, yeah. Ask Devontae Parker. Ask Ryan Tannehill. Ask guys that didn't have to be coached by Adam Gates. Yeah. They start playing better. It's not an accident. Well, when's so, Gates going to be kind of centered in as the problem? When's that going to start happening? Oh, he is. He is. They just don't right. want to deal with an interim coach. He's he's not making it past this season. And if yeah, they do, everyone no should chance. be fired. But... uh the GM came in and he's completely gutted everything. He's tried to to make it his own. He's going to hire a new coach this this offseason for sure. Probably give Darnold one more shot if they don't get Lawrence. If they get Lawrence, then all bets are off with Darnold. But I, I would assume another shot with, with Darnold with yeah. maybe an offensively gifted coach because the one they have now is 
just not good at his job. He's an offensive coach that can't get anything good out of offensive players, which is weird. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens there. I hope Darnold gets another shot. He's not terrible, he, man. He, He's in he a bad has, situation. Yeah. And you, it's you hard to grow that, in, in that type of atmosphere, that team, that offense. That's It's tough to be a rookie in that situation. And it is something you see a lot because if you're a high, you know, you're picked high and they need you to start pretty much right off the rip. Like you're not really going to get that experience behind a leader. Like, you know, obviously Mahomes got to like, shadow what Alex Smith at the time and stuff like that, which yeah. is something you hope to see. And that's what you want for a rookie quarterback. I feel like he hasn't really had much opportunity to do too much. Like he's been playing a couple of years, whatever already, but I don't know. He's in a bad situation, but I feel like he can do pretty well. He's no Josh Rosen situation, but it's no. pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, no, it's we're we're getting to the point now where it's if they don't get the first pick, uh, I I think they run it back with him one more time with 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 the new coach. Uh, I would assume that they would go out and try and get um, Kansas City's offensive coordinator, maybe even Tennessee's offensive coordinator. Tennessee's yeah. offense is not does, doesn't stand out to you, but they score, and Ryan Ooh. Tannehill looks good. So if you go and get him maybe there is a chance that they, they turn it around. You know, they, they have decent receivers. It's not like they're really bad on offense at the skill positions. Every week, it seems like they have another guy step up, yeah. uh, which, which is nice to see. Crowder is the, the ultimate safety blanket. So Love uh, ho- hopefully we see a, a coaching change there soon so Darnold could, could go off a little bit because uh, clearly with Gase, it's, it's not going to help. And they, they gave Bell all that money which wasn't Gase's decision. He didn't want him there. Nope. They put him, they signed him anyway. Gase didn't like him from the start. He didn't use him at all. So I'm hoping that we see Le'Veon go back to, to three years ago, Le'Veon, but it's hopefully we, back in football. Let's get 60, 60%, 80, 70% of him from, from then. And I, any team that picks him up will be happy with that, I'm sure. Absolutely. I mean, is there teams that you're looking at right now like obviously the news pretty much just dropped a few hours ago it's like right yeah. away like there's got to be a couple teams that are popping in your mind like they can benefit from him and the same time based on the situation he also wants to he needs to want to go there it's not like you can just trade him there you know like he they both teams both him and the team have to have that same kind of mindset like okay yeah let's give this a shot you can't just trade him there you know so any teams you think that would benefit both of them um, I, I think the easy one that, that people were talking about right off the rip was, was Arizona. Yeah. Their running back situation, not the best right now. We don't know what we're getting from Drake. Don't know. Ed- Edmonds is, is decent, but it's not what you want. If you're going to, if you're going to get a, if you can get an elite back for free, essentially with, which is what Bell's going to cost you. Um, that one jumps out of me. One that, that I think would be fun just, just for, uh, I, I think New Orleans, I think that would be really cool to have him and Kamara, um, because you can put them out outside, you can put them in the slot, you can put them both in the backfield. It would create so many mismatches on linebackers and safeties that it would just be fun. And we know that Sean Payton loves a new toy. I mean, he signed Payson okay. Hill for all that money because he just loves a little gadget play for yeah. no reason. <laughs> so I, I think Le'Veon would be would be cool in 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 that situation, or um, which you're not gonna like, but um, maybe Seattle. Got the Carson jersey on right now, baby. <laughs> yeah, m- maybe Seattle. You know, they don't. Carson's not the the best receiving running back. This team looks like they're really content throwing the ball a bunch. 
why not take a shot with Le'Veon? You know, they're they've they've gone into the the troubled player pool for a little bit here. They went out and they got Gordon. They've talked to Antonio Brown. It looks like. So I I think I think Le'Veon on the Seahawks would be would be fun for for everyone except for Carson owners. Yeah, for sure. And I'm one of them in a couple leagues. Actually, no, I only have him in one league this year. So I have Le'Veon in two leagues. That could be interesting. The two leagues I have Le'Veon, I don't have Carson. Weird. So you would just have Seahawks running backs all over the place then. That'd be interesting. Uh, I would really like to see him in Arizona. I think that benefit both him and the team like crazy, especially. Uh, I mean, I'm a big Kyler Murray guy. I think he he would benefit with having a guy like Bell around too. Uh, another team that I I thought would be interesting for him would be the Rams. They obviously got a lot of guys on paper, but like you go from Todd Gurley being like one of the best running, well, the best running back in the league, what two seasons ago? Yep. Couple, you know, little injury kind of slowed him down, but like now on the depth chart, I mean, Daryl Henderson's your number one. We got Malcolm Brown or whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. Uh, Acres, Acres. Yeah. He's been banged up. And they're a team that think they can make it back to the Super Bowl where they just were, you know, a couple seasons ago, even. So I think Bell would, would give them a little bit of more step on, you know, in in offense. So I think that'd be interesting. So Arizona Rams would be awesome to see. I do not want to see them go to Seattle selfishly <laughs> for me. But uh who knows? It, it is very possible. And at the end of the day. He might be playing next to fucking Cam Newton with the Patriots because that's what the Patriots do. And if he's going like for a team that can succeed, and he, he I feel like a player like him would be good on the Patriots because they get the best out of all the players. Like I'm not just gonna say he has an attitude problem, but he's obviously had some issues with the locker rooms that he's been in and organizations he's been in, both of them. So that might be where he goes to get straightened out a little bit, prove himself, and then maybe get a contract after if they just get him for like a, the rest of the year or whatever it is. So that'd be interesting. A lot of options out there. Yeah, there actually is a lot of places that he can end up. Even Philly, I was just looking. It makes sense. They love yeah. to sign running backs for no reason at all. Yeah, uh, San Fran, I wouldn't even be surprised if... if they have like 400 running backs that are Shanahan, good. <laughs> yeah, if Shanahan's like, you know what? I need another one. I want to. I want a new toy. Like it's. It, it's crazy because there's so many teams that can use him if he's even seventy percent of what he was three years ago. Yeah. So that's that's cool. it, man. Like, there's a lot of options. The only thing that makes it tricky is that like he he has a say in it, or else you'd be looking at like the Jags. Like they could use a running back. Yeah, we'll we'll fucking take him. You know, teams like that that actually need a running back. Uh, but I don't know. That'd be interesting. I thought the the Colts for a second with Marlon Mack, but I'm like, if he's looking more long-term more than just the rest of the season, it's probably not going to fit too much because Mack's going to be back and stuff like that. So I just want to see yeah. what happens, man. Yeah, it it should be should be fun. I'm I'm sure we'll see the signing within a few days. We probably won't have to wait long. Once he clears waivers, I'm sure. His phone will be ringing. Teams will be trying to get him in and, and see where his head's at. I hope so, man, because in the right offense, this guy, I think he can do maybe 75, 80% of what he used to be, which was the best running back in football at the time right there on the Steelers. <laughs> but uh, gross. Let's see. Hopefully we'll be seeing something happen there. But uh, 
Besides that, nothing too crazy happened in the football world, I would say. Major injury to one of the top quarterbacks in the league. Bell being released, a lot of options out there. Besides that, man, I mean. The the week was kind of chalky, I would say. Yeah, it's almost like like a normal week without anything crazy. I mean, Seattle almost lost. What a fucking comeback by them. Well, this is usually how a week goes. The teams from New York lose. Yep. The Seahawks play a crazy game in which they win at the end of the game. The Chargers play a game where they're ahead and then they lose. So, I mean, I, everything was pretty much status quo for, for our normal week. It had all its normal fixtures. Yeah, the Chiefs got their loss out of the way. That was I, the one thing. I guess that's the one thing. Bit of a but shootout there. Who who would have thought that Derek Carr would come out top of a shootout between him they and usually Mahomes? destroy the Raiders. That's usually the team that they can beat up on the most in the division. So... That one was shocking. I yeah. think everything else. I mean, Atlanta, who knows what's going on with them? Yeah. Clean house. I, Fuck, I don't know. Yeah, they cleaned up. That's going to be good, I think. Miami, man. I like Miami. They're interesting. They're. I'm annoyed, though. They're I interesting. Wanna, I want to see Tua. You're not going to see him for a while. I'm going to see him this year, maybe. Fitz Magic looks fucking good. He looks, he looks good. I love it. Man. Maybe Le'Veon goes to Miami. Who do they got? Gaskin right now? Jordan Howard? Oh, my God. He could go to Miami. That'd be interesting. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised if he wants to stay in the AFC East just to stick it to the Jets, honestly. Well, then what? Patriots? Patriots, Dolphins, Bills. I mean, take your choice. I I think all of them would would take him if if he wanted to go there. That's it. And I was actually talking, I mean, I don't want to spend too much time on Le'Veon, but I mean, like I said, there wasn't too much going on. Yeah. I was talking to Punk and he said, what about the Ravens? Mark Ingram's not really doing too much. I mean, it could be interesting depending if they want to make a push, make some moves. I wouldn't hate it, but uh, I don't know, man. There's so many teams I would love to see him on. I don't know what's wrong with the, with Baltimore. Baltimore seems weird to me. Uh, Their offense is, is, is strange. Yeah, they they went from really running the ball to just kind of going along with the motions. It's it's weird. They're one of the most underwhelming four and one teams. Yeah, just, like they if you just told see me they, they were almost. One, I wouldn't. Know. Almost, yeah, they almost seem off. Yeah, I I I don't know. Maybe it's because the one time everyone really watched them, they got the shit kicked out of them. Yeah, Chiefs. Yeah. So maybe it's a little bit of that, but the Browns I mean, too, though, in that division, Steelers. Yeah, three teams at four wins. Fuck, that's that's pretty impressive. Like usually, you don't see the Browns in that talk. When was the last no. time the Browns started a season four and one? I said Baker played... would look pretty good this year. They're four and one. Not all because of him. They have a great running game, and I like their defense. But you're four and one, and you're the starting quarterback for that team. You're doing something right. And they play Pittsburgh this week. That's gonna so be. So we great... shall see what they're actually made of. Because this is the game. Pittsburgh, this is the game Pittsburgh that you need. Defense, man. Pittsburgh defense, I think, is going to be a little bit overwhelming, especially with Chubb out. Yeah. It's I think if Chubb's here, it's a little bit different. Cream Hunt didn't look bad last week by any stretch, but it's it's a different it's different when you have those two just on the field at all times. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. Cream Hunt is obviously a beast, but when he every time he touches the ball, he has fresh legs, is different than him being yeah. the number one back for the entire game, which is what we're gonna see. And that Steelers defense is, you don't fuck with that Steelers defense, man. They look pretty good. So I don't know. And Claypool going for four touchdowns, the Canadian boy. That's another, that's some big news, I think. 
that was that was hilarious to watch. It didn't like, even make sense. It's like every time there was a game break, it was like, oh, Chase Claypool scored. You're like, wait. It's so why? interesting as touchdowns. Like the way they were using him, they were they weren't all just like the same, you know? Yeah. And I had Juju. I started Juju and I was I was loving yes. seeing this guy dominating. I still <laughs> loved it. You know, like I was like, fuck man, let's go. I ended up winning the week, so it doesn't matter. That's probably why, but that's why it was, I liked seeing it. I like Claypool. I like that Big Ben likes him. I just hope he doesn't fall in love with him and takes away Juju, but we'll see. Yeah, and we'll, we'll see what happens if, if Johnson's healthy, how much he, he gets. It's, Johnson can't stay on the field. Every game, he's off. Yeah, that's He's going out with one. an injury, so he's being given this chance, and it's 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 good. I'm, I'm happy to see him pan out because there was a lot of people when he was drafted that thought it was a massive reach yeah. because they didn't see that that kind of skill. But if, if a if the Steelers take a receiver, just assume they're going to be good. Dude. And like, yeah, we'll look at their past. They haven't, and they haven't drafted a receiver in the first round. That's what these the most impressive all, part is. These are all second rounders and later. Yep. So it just shows that their scouting department understands what it takes to, to play receiver in the league. So if the Steelers are in on someone at receiver, you should probably, you know, take yeah. a look a little bit deeper if you hear some rumors you, you grab the guy especially if they're yeah we'll, we'll trade up for you we'll trade up to this position you're like wait why <laughs> i need yeah. him <laughs> just 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 take the, just take that player in that spot even if you don't need him yeah that's it i think that's the best move but uh yeah man overall quiet week uh i enjoyed having a tuesday game i'm gonna absolutely hate not having a thursday game but We'll see what happens. I mean, Brad's gonna be happy because we'll be I'll be recording my other pod. Usually I'm watching the Thursday nighter and he gets True. really pissed off. Uh but yeah, we'll see what happens. By the way, we're selling some over the line OTL, which is kind of sponsoring this podcast that we're doing. Yeah. Uh, we have some uh breast cancer awareness merch available, some fuck cancer merch. It's online over the line dot shop. Um sales are looking really good right now. We're you know, profits are being donated at the end of the day. So Get there, spend some cash. You know, it's going to a good place, local foundation. So check that out. Anything else you want to communicate with us? FF Shit Show on Twitter. And uh, I think that's a wrap for this week, man. Did you want to throw out a DraftKings player? DraftKings, yes. Yes, I do. Well, play of the week? Do it. What's your play of the week? Um, I'm going to double down on what I did last week. Last week, I gave you Gurley. Gurley had a good game. He killed it. I'm going to do the same thing this week. Take some, take the running back who's playing the Carolina Panthers. I'm taking David Montgomery, 5,800. Uh, I, I like him a lot to, to score. He's got a bunch of targets uh, since Cohen's been out, so uh, I, I think he'll he'll be worth the money. All right, I like it. I like uh, I like Slayton this week at 5,400. I think they got a good matchup. Um, Danny Dimes, Daniel Jones likes him, which is always a good sign. Uh, so 5,400 for Slayton. I think uh, he'll be pretty good. Claypool's at 5,200. If you think he can repeat or even do a third of what he did, you'll be in a good position. But <laughs> for a receiver, I like Slayton this week. So let's see how that goes. I have to commit to him in my lineup. Fuck. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Box yourself in. Amateur move. Hey, man, that's what I do best. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be back here next week. And good luck in your upcoming fantasy week.